today on CityCast Chicago. When you live in the city, it can be real easy to forget how much nature is actually around us. Seriously, did you know Cook County has over 70,000 acres of forest preserves? I'm talking wetlands, prairies, woodlands, savannas, all home to hundreds of native plants and animals. As Chicago gets its spring colors, we talk to someone whose passion is getting people outside and protecting those lands for the future. It's Wednesday, April 27th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. Brenda Elmore lives in South Suburban Lansing, and she's a conservationist with Friends of the Forest Preserves. She does everything from picking up litter to removing invasive plants and planting new native ones, and she organizes volunteers. But while she was growing up on the far south side near West Pullman, this wasn't exactly her goal. Brenda, can you, can you tell me a little bit about your story? Um, did, did you grow up around nature? Is that something that was always a passion for you, always important to you? I didn't necessarily grow up around nature. The most that I've actually gotten involved in nature is assisting my mom with planting vegetables. And I absolutely did not like that as a child. <laughs> uh, so as a child, uh, you know, your mother, it sounds like, was somebody who was who had the, the green thumb, who was outside the, the most. Yes, yeah, she was outside. She was at Starve Rock. She was fishing. She was doing all those things in nature that I was actually forced into doing. And I didn't <laughs> like it at all. <laughs> well, well, how did you come all these years later to be so involved in preserving the environment? So I kind of got involved about 13 years ago. Some things were going on in my life and that. I was having some issues with health with my husband at the time and things of that sort. So it was really, really uh, hard for me to adjust to all the things that were happening. And so I saw a position that was offered that was an introduction into environmental work. I had no experience, no clue, but I knew I wanted to do something different. Mm. Why was it, you know, you know, caring for plants? Why was it, you know, moving in the environmentalist work? What was it about that that kind of like sparked you? So after uh, being out for quite some time and just learning about nature and I knew I wanted to be around something that inspired me because it was really difficult for me at that particular time that I needed to do something where I felt like I was making a difference and I needed to do something where I felt like I could actually breathe because it was even hard to breathe at that particular time. Mm-hmm. Environmentalist work is is pretty broad. How, you know, what were the exact projects that you found yourself working on and learning about? You know, for mm-hmm. someone like me that grew up on the South Side that really wasn't familiar with invasive species or what that entailed, uh, just learning and educating myself. And so just learning the differences in what should be here, what shouldn't be here. I felt like there was a no end to how much I could learn. So that was a challenge for me. So I dove right in and my first project was you need to learn a hundred native plants and about 50 uh, invasive species. And I was just like all into it. And it just, it just blew my mind as to, uh, the plants and the trees and the species and they have cousins and names and everything just like you and I, human. How do these invasive species change the makeup of forest preserves across Cook County? Like, you know, like what 
you know, what does that mean to the health of the forest preserve? So to remove all the different invasive species out of the forest preserve, what it does is it creates and ensures a healthy balance of diversity. So we know that we need diversity in, in with us. We know that we need diversity with plants and trees. We know that plants and uh, they could come from different parts of the world. Uh, but when they're here, they, it doesn't say that they're not beautiful plants, but when they're here and they shouldn't be here, what they do is they just take over our ecosystems and and they snuff out all of our native plants that should be there. So when you think of it from a human perspective, it's like if you think of someone just coming over and taking over your entire house and you have nowhere to live. Since starting this work, what have you learned about, you know, the uniqueness of not only Chicago, but Cook County's environment? What makes it so unique compared to other states and, and even other parts of Illinois? The Chicago environment, especially in the Calumet region, has one of the richest ecosystems there is in the county or over the world, I would say, you know, we have so many different habitats. We have dune and swales over in the Calumet region. We have sandy soils, which is not too often unless it's connected to the lakeshore, you know, just things of that sort. And you can't find that type of habitat too often in one place. Mm -hmm. and, and because of that, you know, eco diversity, does that require, you know, like a particular kind of care, a particular type of investment that maybe maybe we're not seeing right now? Or, or is, are people coming along and realizing that, you know, so much more work has to be done to pr protect this diverse ecosystem? Oh, for sure. I mean, and the good thing about it is that here at Friends of the Forest Preserve, I'm just happy to be a part of being in partnership with other partners that are on the same page as I am. And just knowing that they are aware and knowing that they have uh, senior ecologists that come out and work with us and do transects and, and help us learn and establish exactly what shouldn't be here, what should be here. And they're so eager to do it and they have so much passion behind it that you can just not join in mm -hmm. to just see other people with so much passion and so much love and care, not just for your children because they belong to you, but for the entire planet is inspiring yeah. by itself. And so that's what inspires me, you know, and then me just always wanting to improve. One of my mottos is progression. And in my life, I just feel like as long as I'm progressing, I don't have to be perfect because I don't believe that there's a perfect person, but I know that I have progressed. And as long as I'm taking a step forward, then there's progression happening. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patient smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you can transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location.
Why was it so important for you to start mentoring black environmentalists in particular? The forest preserves in our areas, we were told stay away from them. They were actually deemed as, oh, that's a terrible place to go. It's super scary. And one of the reasons why it was super scary is because you couldn't, couldn't see through it. Mm. You couldn't see anything that was happening on the inside, which was due to all the invasive species. Mm. So um, the only time we went to the forest preserve is, as you said, to picnic and I lived in that area around Bobian Woods, around Whistler Woods, around so many Kickapoo, so many places that were forbidden for us growing up because it was known for either stashing bodies or illegal activity or some type of sexual activity. So as kids growing up, we were told stay away from that unless you were chaperoned by parents. So I needed to change that for black people and people of color in my neighborhood that look like me and in the different communities. And I can honestly say that I have connected at least 40, 50 plus people of color in uh, the environmental field that has prominent jobs in this field now. You know, some did it until they got out of college, which was one of my daughters, and now she's in school for her doctor's degree. And, and 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 just things like that. So just knowing that I make a difference in so many other lives, trying to get out here and do as much advocacy work and engagement work that I possibly can now that I know better. We linked up with a group on social media called Black People Outside. It's this couple from the south side of Chicago. And their mission is to, you know, encourage black and brown folks to get outside into nature, to do more trail walks, to do more, uh, you know, environmentally conscious uh, activities. You know, how can we encourage more people to not only get outside, but to, to educate themselves, you know, beyond just during like Earth Day and Earth Week celebrations? Yeah, absolutely. Every day is Earth Day. Every day you should care about the Earth. You should care about the planet that we live on. You should care about um, your own backyard. You should care about these things. And one of the ways we and me as a person right now support the Centennial volunteers that we have that work for Friends of the Forest Preserve that are actually established on the north side of Chicago as well as the south side in the Calumet region as well that their sole job is to do just that, to get out and get volunteers out, to get people more engaged, to get people to learn more about and to educate people about that. And I just play tag with them on that because that is one of my things anyway that I absolutely love to do. I go to the places where most people are fearful of going. I'll go to Agile Gardens. I'll go in the laundromats where it's just packed with people standing outside that make you a little fearful of going to those areas. But I go and I put flyers up and I talk to people and I educate people. When you know better, it's almost impossible not to do better. You know, we start learning about recycling. Now, you know, I'm not going to not do the things that I know I shouldn't do anymore. But before we knew that it was okay. Um, you know, we want people to get outside. We want people to engage nature, you know, recycle, not litter. But how can people specifically get involved with Friends of the Forest Preserves and, and other local initiatives? Oh, for sure. So Friends of the Forest Preserve, along with the Forest Preserve of Cook County, uh, actually, there's some volunteer work that happens, you know, in different regions. Every region has different times, different stewards, different volunteers. You'd be amazed. There are volunteers that volunteer more hours than I work. You know, so when these people are older people and they're out here and they're caring for the land and they really enjoy it, it inspires me. One of the ways that you can get involved is you could go on our website, which is friendsoftheforestreserve.org, 
Um, and you will be instructed to wherever you can go. We have a social media outlet going on. We post all of those things uh, on uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Forest Preserve list every week. They send out a calendar where you could volunteer anywhere in the entire county. And some of these people that actually come out for volunteer days, um, they actually get hired on to some permanent positions. I've seen that happen numerous amounts of times. You know, just getting out volunteering for an hour or two landed you a career and now you're working for the Forest Preserve or the Park District or something along those lines. You know, there's park districts and natural areas that need to be cared for as well. So there's a lot of work to be done. But I just think as long as we're moving in the right direction and we get enough people to care, then um, then we're doing it um, 13 years later. I guess it's safe to say that I'm in it until they get it because I'm going to keep pushing <laughs> until they get it. And so even in my own family, uh, and I know that the reason they are getting it is because they don't know. So it's my job mm-hmm. to help people of color in my community and the communities that's like mine learn to care. Yes, ma'am. My last question to you, because you mentioned that 13 years, you said when you came to this work, when you started, you know, piquing your interest and educating yourself that you were in a different place in your life, uh, you know, looking for something new, battling through hardships, you know, all these years later, how has this worked changed your life? Oh, my goodness. So right now I have grandchildren, you know, I I'm, I don't want to start getting emotional, but I'm just proud to be a part of this movement to care for these species, to just do my part for them. And just knowing that if I do my part, that my grandchildren will have a chance to enjoy the land, experience the beauty, perhaps even get to see some of the rare flowers that are trying to go extinct. Maybe even see a river otter. I don't know. <laughs> you know, things that, <laughs> things that wouldn't normally happen. Just knowing that I played a part in that well, Brenda, this has been such a great conversation. Your energy has been wonderful. Um, uh, I can't even say just keep doing great things. You already said it yourself. You in it um, <laughs> until until they get it right. Uh, Brenda Elmore is a conservationist and production manager for Friends of the Forest Preserves. Thank you for joining CityCast Chicago. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate Jacoby. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. The superintendent of the 45th Ward, Charles Sakanich, was charged this week with gun possession and official misconduct for trying to sell a machine gun in 2020 to an undercover federal agent and informant while he was on the clock. Sakanich has close ties with Alderman Jim Gardner, who was under federal investigation himself for misconduct in office. The Chicago Reader's co-owner Lynn Goodman and three allied board members are stepping down, clearing the way for the reader to transition to a nonprofit. The 12th annual Black Playwrights Festival continues through the rest of the week at the Black Ensemble Theater in Uptown. Tonight, you can catch a performance exploring the legacy of TV's first black superstar, Flip Wilson. And some good news to get you through. 
Tickets go on sale today at noon for the Silver Room Block Party. After two years off, the event is finally back. And this year, it's going to be two days and it's moving to Oakwood Beach on 41st Street. You heard me right. We got a beach party, baby. I got to give a happy birthday to our lead producer, Carrie Shepard. Everybody here at CityCast Chicago, appreciate you for your leadership and all your hard work. As always, I appreciate you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.